The presenting sponsor of Upmarket is Aereo, the best place to grow and manage your real estate media business, online at aereo.com. That's A-R-Y-E-O dot com. Coming to you from the makeshift Upmarket Studios. In the beautiful Ojai Valley of Southern California, this is Upmarket, a podcast about the business of real estate photography and media. My name is Reed Fish. I'm the CEO and a co-founder of Upmarket Media. Only one co-founder today, though, Mark Corcoran, not with us. Chelsea Froelich, producing from afar. But we have a wonderful guest that we're going to get to in just a moment. Before we get to our guest, though, I do want to talk about PMRE, the photography and media for real estate conference, which is happening in Las Vegas in November, it's November 8th and 9th with optional workshops on November 7th and 8th. This is the premier event for anyone in the real estate media business to connect with their peers, learn all about what's going on in the real estate media world. I've been the last two years, I spoke last year. It's This is such an amazing event. I really wanna see all of our listeners, well, we have too many listeners, it won't fit in the house. But let's just be honest here, a market. We've grown, we, the podcast has grown enough that we could, you know, we can double, triple the uh, attendance of PMRE, but I want to see a lot of our listeners there. I'm going to be disappointed if you're not there because then I will have to buy my own drinks and that is terrible. Um, But definitely go to PMREconference.com and you're going to be able to sign up and get your ass to Vegas and party and learn and be with your people. Now that said, this year at PMRE, it's going to be a pretty stellar lineup of speakers. I'm not going to be speaking on stage. So it's kind of sad, but our guest is, and our guest is Cody Boone, who is the supervising producer at Sir Hans Studios in New York City. Cody, I think in our industry, you're kind of known as the the wunderkind of uh, real estate video. So I, I do I want to know like how as this fresh young new voice on the scene, how do you approach doing a property video? So I approach doing a property video like I would, like I would see a film essentially. I want to try to create some sort of story for every single property that I shoot. And in New York, you, it ranges from your $300,000 studios all the way up to a $250 million penthouse. And right. the goal with each of these videos though is to tell a unique story and play along to the pros and the advantages of each apartment that I Uh shoot, whether it's the building, whether it's the location, the neighborhood, it's the historic, uh, Uh historical architecture, whether it's a notable person that have, that's lived in the Mm -hmm. building or in that unit, anything that we can get, uh, whatever, right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's build a story around it. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's make a video that's different from everything that you, that you see. And I, so yeah, well, no, I think I'm going to interject here. Because it's, Perfect. you know, I, I, it's my prerogative. I, well, I, I think you had that $250 million penthouse, and I think I saw that video. I'm notorious for not watching real estate you know, videos, but Fair enough. I, 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 I did watch it. You. And you, it's like this penthouse thing, and it's way up in the top right by Central Park, right? And it's like, and then, but you were able to do like drone footage of that thing, right? Which I was. aren't you not, and, and I'm not familiar. I've never tried to fly my drone in Manhattan, but I'm guessing it's a little restrictive. So how the hell did you it's pull that off? It's a little restrictive. It's a lot of 
uh, ask for forgiveness, not permission kind okay, of thing. And wow. think, knock on wood that the FAA hasn't come knocking mm-hmm. yet. Oh, I don't well, know if the well, they, is they, they, they're, they're big listeners of this podcast, so maybe we uh, should cut this all right, part. Well, that <laughs> might be a little bit of an issue. I might have just outed myself there. But, um, I mean, it's within, uh, like, airports. Uh, LaGuardia is the closest airport mm-hmm. from there. So I just made sure that I can get permission from there. And it's the whole just, <laughs> like, you can go within the vicinity of a building within, like, 200 feet or you can go 400 feet mm-hmm. above right. that kind of rule. I know in New York, you have the whole shebang with the NYPD kind of thing, but I'm, I'm so high up that I mean, no one is really able to see. I was just taken off from the terrace. Um, oh. I think I did, I think I did about four flights total mm-hmm. and each of them were equally as gut wrenching and terrifying. Well, the, um, that's, that's what I think. I, I feel like if I fly my drone and there's like power lines, nearby i'm yeah. like the whole time i just have this pit in my stomach and and every time i get my drone up you know 400 feet which is not that often you know i yep. I, I it does it makes me like physically nervous so i cannot mm-hmm. uh, honestly i cannot even imagine taking off from the terrace of this high rise and then flying it around and not just feeling terrified the entire time it it's incredibly terrifying but as long as i have a drone and there's like a place to take off yeah ryan tells me he's just like just do it just you can do it oh easy for him to say and yeah yeah i know and i'm like well if i get a fine that's on you mister yeah well Um, it is actually yeah yeah, the craziest thing about about flying there too is on the terrace you've it's a 1400 square foot terrace so it's a big big terrace but you have it's all lined with 10 foot tall like triple pane glass right? right so you don't feel the wind or anything either right. and there's not really an easy way to tell like how windy it is and so there's little tiny cracks in like the margins and the uh-huh. corners of the windows and i'm like sticking my hand out try to feel if there's if how right. windy it is or anything either because right, you're and up so that high like, because you're already taking like how many feet up in the air are you taking off right you're so, f- you're 1422 feet in the air um, right, which is and, which is what it's triple over triple what you can actually legally yes. fly. I mean, obviously, if you're around a building, but you know, it's like yeah. that is way the hell up there for one helicopters. Of those helicopters are flying below you. It's nuts, and so huh. like flying at sunset was the hardest thing to do because at sunset you have all the tourism helicopters oh, that go uh-huh. and fly around Central Park and everything too, and it's like you the death. <laughs> The depth perception is hard. Oh, like you real. can't tell 100%. necessarily how how high they are above you, if they're below you, how far away they are. And so, I right. mean, of course, there's probably rules on how close those helicopters can fly. But in that event, I think I did one. Uh, the only time I did sunset, it was it was after like the sun had already gone past the horizon. All the mm-hmm. helicopters are going back essentially. So twilight essentially. Right. I took off and um, like you go past the glass, you go up like 15 feet and you back up across the glass and then you see the drone start to wobble and everything and you get a feeling of like actually how windy it is terrifying um and actually too if you if you watch that video and you watch the twilight shots you can see me sitting Mm -hmm. in the on the terrace just like in one of the shadows right because you close the door of course connection's gone yeah um and so there was times in the beginning No, it's oh. just me talking about it right yeah. now. I'm like getting anxious about yeah, it too, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, I did it. Right. I I got the shots. The Central Park was green. I I got Central Park in the fall oh. and I got it in the winter too. And I was like, nope, I'm good. I, I don't need to go up again. Well, and, and you just don't, you know what the stakes are too. I mean, because honestly, if you yeah. like, if, if you lose control of that thing and it hits the, hits the building or whatever, and it falls, I mean, like I, it was an older one, you know, back in the, the DJI Phantom days. 
I, you know, one time, and I always go back to this and I, whenever anyone like tries to push me to do like, to, whenever anyone tries to push me to do drone, um, on, uh, where I'm not, when I'm not comfortable or over people or something, I always go back to one time I was flying my Phantom three and I got a re and it was like, I had just taken off and I was like 50 feet up and I got a readout on the, on my phone and it said battery malfunction. And I was like, Oh, oh that's I've never bad. Had that. And so I Yikes. immediately was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and land. And so I started going down and then it just was room, room. And then it just stopped and it just dead weight dropped right out of the air, 50 feet hit in the middle of the road. And it was, uh, it, there was no cars or anything. So it was okay. But it was at that moment I was like, Oh, if that hits a kid, it kills him. I mean, there's just yep. no doubt about it. Right. And I know the drones are a little yeah. smaller now, but if you have a four pound drone that's falling 1400 feet, I mean, it's going to, yep. it's going to, you know, destroy whatever it hits. So I, I that, you know, the stakes, the stakes are actually pretty damn high with that. And it's all fun to talk about, but man, if something goes wrong, my God. I had something like that happen um, in New York. Um, it was probably a year and a half ago now. I was shooting on no, the west side of Manhattan, right on the water. And there's this row of, of buildings um, on Riverside Boulevard. And so I was there for a sunset shoot because uh, we had listing in one of the buildings, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I, I take off and immediately it's like restricted airspace and it lands itself. Right. Um, and this was the Mavic 2 at the time. Um, and I go through and it's like, okay, so the president's in town mm -hmm. um, and everything's a no-fly zone. Right. But it gave me the option to go through the authorization and put my phone number in, all of that stuff. I'm qualified to fly, all that. So I was like, you know what? Like, I'll do it. So I went through the authorization. It told me I was good. And so I was able to take off again. So I don't know. I go 100 feet up um, and I start just pushing forward towards these row of buildings. All of a sudden, like screen freezes. Uh, I lose all control and I just see the drone beeline straight forward, full speed, uh, nails into a window, um, nails into a window and starts spiraling down this close to hitting two people. And I was this like, close to, my life is using, over. That was like an yeah. inch. Yeah. For people not watching on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. And I, so I, I run over there, I yeah. grab the drone and like, there's this one middle-aged woman who's like, what the, what the yeah. heck? Like, yeah. like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, All that stuff. You almost, you could have hit me. New Yorkers famously say, what the heck? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Might have been a little stronger. No. Yeah. That was the most scared I've probably oh. been in the time that I've lived in New York. That was terrifying. And it almost hit this other older woman, but she was a lot more curious. She, yeah. she comes up to me. She's like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. I was like, oh, it was just a drone. I'm, I'm just taking some photos. She's like, Oh, what are you taking photos of? I'm like, Oh, just the sunset. I'm flying recreationally. All oh, that of course, stuff. Yes, she's like, absolutely. Recreationally. Yeah, and she starts asking who I work for. And I'm like, Oh, I work for myself. And she's like, Oh, do you have a website? And I'm like, no, it's under construction. Um, and then she's like, can I see the drone? And I'm like, no, it's in shambles. Like it's broken. She's just like, how do you take the photos from it? And I, so I just like whip it out, show her. And I'm yeah, like, it's back in the backpack. I'm yeah. like, I have to go. Yes. I knew she was just trying to get my information too, right. to, to probably report me too. But I was like, right. I'm sorry, lady. Yeah. But I, uh, I, and I ran. Yeah. That was terrifying. But luckily knock on wood again, nothing that bad has happened. Haven't lost any t in the water. Right. Uh, haven't hit any buildings. Um, sure. Except but one of the one. biggest things yeah. is yes. Exactly. Uh, one of the biggest things it's hard is terraces. Um, and okay. like your terraces aren't that wide either. So right. it's hard to take off from the ground. So a lot of times I'll have one of my coworkers, they're holding the drone. I take <laughs> off and then they catch it when we come back and stuff too. Um, I did get in one, I mean, 
it was it was legal, but I was doing a drone shoot for a developer in the financial district close to the World Trade Center uh, takeoff, and I was doing photos for renderings, right? So taking photos every 10 floors of the view so they can composite those into the sure. renderings. Um, so I did all of it. It was a morning shoot, so it was like 8 to 12. Uh, so I go to lunch, and I was going <laughs> to come back for sunset, and the client texts me. He's like, hey, NYPD's in the yeah. lobby. Someone called about the drone, and I'm like, yeah. Um, and so I, he's like, send over your license and everything. And so I send him my license information and they go through and he's like, all right, NYPD counterterrorism is on the, is on the case and they're shutting down the sunset shoot. And I'm like, Oof, <laughs> this is not good. Right. And, and so thankfully I just, I had to send them the footage to show that like, I wasn't going far away uh -huh. from the building. Cause I mean, I was within 50 sure. feet of the building. So NYPD was like, yeah, it's within the building's like air rights per se. Mm -hmm. So they didn't have an issue with it. They were just like, just check with the precinct next time. Um, mm -hmm. But now I'm probably on some counterterrorism yeah. watch list oh, or something sure. too. Well, as you should be. I, I, well, so which, <laughs> so how do we, the, the one of the $250 million penthouse, where do we even see yeah. that video? What, what, what video is that? So that's on YouTube. It's yeah. on Instagram. It's on TikTok. It's everywhere. But it's what's, on is LinkedIn. There a title? It's everywhere. Like, yeah. But how do we yeah, find so, it? Yeah. So I mean, Cody Moon, $250 uh, YouTube, million. Dollars. Is that what we searched? No, unfortunately oh, yeah. not Cody Boone, but yeah. it'd be Ryan Serhan, uh, Central Park Tower penthouse. Okay. Um, I think it's the title is like touring the most expensive penthouse in the world, right. something like that. It's on sure. Ryan Serhan's main channel. All right. All right. All right. We'll, we'll be sure to watch that so you, you can see Cody cowering in fear in the shadows. Um, yes. <laughs> okay. So you are, so you are like, you're working for Serhant and which is, um, yeah. as someone for me, like who doesn't know that much about real estate. I mean, that's one of the, you know, the kind of the hot luxury brands of, of real estate now. And obviously you're in the most expensive real estate market in the country. Um, so what I, can you tell me a little bit about what your job is? Because I think unlike a lot of people who listen to this podcast, we all have our kind of independent businesses where we have all these, um, you know, sure. we have all our clients and everything, but it sounds like you are just kind of working for Ryan Serhant and like a, 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 on yeah. a staff position. Correct. Yeah. So I'm full-time like <laughs> staff position at Serhant Studios. And so my role as a supervising producer, I lead essentially the brokerage department of studios for the company. So I have a team of six people in New York, the Hamptons, as well as Miami. And so we shoot all of the property tours for all of the agents. Um, we're averaging anywhere from 40 to 50 property tours per month. Um, and that's including main property tours, social cuts, photos, any of that stuff as well. Um, so I'm in charge of, of leading that. Um, and I also lead all of our video production for our new development properties, which is a really big market and a big industry, like sub industry within just real estate in New York. Cause constantly things are being built and new developments need the right marketing to be able to hit the right demographic and end up selling too. Uh, so that's a big part of what we do as well. Right. Right. Um, wow. So, but you are, how many of these are you actually like shooting yourself? I mean, are you shooting all these videos? So, I mean, you know, and you're probably not flying down to Miami four times a month or whatever. I, or I are mean, you? I've been, well, we just hired, um, about a month or two ago, we just hired a producer in Miami since we're opening up an office there. So thankfully I'm not going as much, but I mean, I've probably been four times this year only, um, going back in September and a couple other times this year as well. But, um, I, I started, I was the only one shooting property tours when I started almost three years ago. And so I was doing, I would be doing three property tours in a day. I would come back to the office and I'm editing property tours till like 10 PM. But right. thankfully it's not like that anymore. 
Mm-hmm. We've grown, we've scaled, and I've, I've had a team now too. So um, we have four people on my team in office. One of them is uh, directly an editor, so he's only editing videos, and I have two other producers alongside me. So um, I'm shooting a majority of the signature listings, which is anything over $10 million. Um, and I'm shooting a lot of the new development stuff. I'm one of the only drone pilots, so I'm doing a lot of the drone work. If an agent requests drone and stuff like that, I'll go and shoot the property tour as well. But I mean, I'm shooting two to four property tours per week. And then, Mm -hmm. um, everyone else on my team, we're shooting anywhere from three to six videos every day, uh, Mm -hmm. as a team, weather permitting, of course. Right, right, right. And then are you doing any editing now or are you just like supervising? Yeah, so I do editing. I'll edit uh, some of the signature videos, so the high-end ones that mm-hmm. I'm there shooting with Ryan, and they want something special with it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm editing a lot of the big projects, but a lot of my day-to-day, too, is now kind of just managerial work. I'm directing the team, making sure uh, we're, we're up to date on client relations, which mm-hmm. just communicating with our agents, making sure everything in the pipeline is, is being edited, sent out, uh, working with our social team to make sure things are getting posted, mm-hmm. um, meeting with developers, stuff like that too. So I'll do editing. And honestly, I, I think I've just done so many, so much real estate editing in the past mm-hmm. four years that I've been shooting. I'm kind of tired of it too, but yeah. I think there, there are times where we will have a fun project that I get to like put my little mm-hmm. spin on and, and have mm-hmm. some fun with too. Well, and then are you guys doing a lot of different kinds of stuff? I mean, I, you know, you kind of have that classic, like, you know, as you call it a property tour, but yeah. are, are you, are, is Ryan getting on camera? I mean, are you putting, I mean, are you really putting the agents front and center or is it still all about the property? Yes. Yeah. It's it's honestly it's like a sixty forty. It's more about the agents than it is about mm-hmm. the property too. Well, yeah, I mean that's what um, we always we, say. That's what we always say about video. It's actually marketing. Well, it's what we say about yeah. everything we do. It's actually marketing the agent. It's not marketing the property. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like the property is only going to be there for a finite amount of time. Yeah. But like our goal is for these agents to be able to use these videos yeah. for the next pitch that they're doing. Absolutely. Anything like that, they'll be able to repurpose those. And so we uh, we have like three different tiers of video offerings that we do. Um, the first one just being a what we call like a virtual tour, which is just mm-hmm. a one minute, mainly B-roll video. But we give the agents the option to be on camera for the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, some some are not as comfortable. Some are like, let's do it. Um, but we've we've done performance tests and like analytic research on all of our videos that we've done. And it's like the performance on a video with an agent in front of the camera at the beginning of the video mm-hmm. versus just B-roll mm-hmm. for the entire thing. It's like 10x really? times perf- like performance well, when it, yeah. And then it's, when you're I- seeing a human. Yeah. Well, and then when you, but then when you post when you're posting those and cause I was just thinking about this today in terms of like, yeah. you know, thumbnails on YouTube or whatever. And I don't know if that's the primary Avenue where, where people are finding your videos, but like, like say, just for instance, when I do, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, post a video of this podcast, uh, I just, yep. as the thumbnail, I just throw up like a banner of our logo. And instead sure. of like doing the, like you and me, like sitting there with like derp faces and like, you know, what, yeah. what, whatever, like you won't believe what Cody Boone said, you know? And, and I feel like, I, cause I can't make those thumbnails and then, then I would have to pay someone to do it and it would have to be one more thing on sure. my list and whatever. But I wonder if, and, and we're such a niche podcast, it's, it's probably not, it probably doesn't actually matter. But when you, especially when you're going for mass market stuff, like real estate stuff, if you have kind of that thumbnail. And so what are you doing for your thumbnails? So thumbnails, honestly, like we've thought about like, oh, let's include a photo of the agent in it. Let's include a price or anything like that. Like, honestly, the photos, just like listing photos, if it's a high quality listing photo, like 
-hmm. analytically, those perform very well. Um, a good rule of thumb for YouTube click through rate, um, is like the amount the percentage of people that are seeing it and actually clicking on the video. Mm -hmm. Uh, a standard is like anywhere from four to 8%. Our click through rate averages around five to 6%, mm -hmm. um, which is good. Um, right. and so we've, we've messed around with a couple of different variations and stuff too. But honestly, if we skew right now away from that and start putting agents or prices or anything like that, it one creates more headaches for us because it's yeah. it's another yes. thing that yeah. we have to edit like you said and two like we put listing prices on it sure but then what happens when that price gets reduced and we have to go and yeah. search that video uh, and and change the thumbnail and stuff too ass. but oh, no. yeah. standard just like the best photo um mm -hmm. it's usually some sort of interior photo since a lot of right. these uh right. exterior photos yeah, yeah, yeah. tall buildings they're vertical anyways too so mm -hmm. it's hard to make that into like a 16 by 9 but living room images like uh mm -hmm. biggest thing that we found Two that uh, perform better twilight photos, and yeah. we we always yeah. say that of when course. we're marketing to agents, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. do twilight photos and everything. Yeah. But when it comes to YouTube, it's true. Like our top five, like most popular videos are like twilight drone photos or like mm -hmm. some sort of drone rendering. Well, and I mean, it's, dude, it's the whole are, idea of how great. we that's how we sell twilights to our agents. That's how we sell virtual exactly. twilights. You're like, yeah, you don't want to do twilights. Yeah. Just cheap out. Pay us 25 bucks for this virtual twilight. It looks like shit, but yeah, in, exactly. the, thumb, in the thumbnail, people click on it. So it's like, Hey, yeah, hundred percent, you know, it's fine. Fine. If you, I, I'll, <laughs> if you want to pay me 25 bucks, I'll give you shit. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You, know, you get I'm, what you pay for. Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. Even um, though the base level, uh, the base level videos for like the virtual tour, like I was talking about, those are completely free to Sirhan agents, which is a big recruiting yes. factor and a right. big, uh, a big driver for agents to come. Because I mean, if you price this, the videos that sure. my team creates on like a freelance market, you're going to be paying thousand dollars for the video sure. too. Um, and so and then, they're getting a very yeah, good do value. They get, do they get uh, photos included too, or is it just the video product? No, so photos are third party vendors. Oh, okay. Um, that's just something that we've opted not into offering. Uh, um, cause each, ass. each agent has their own style and they, they have relationships with different photographers. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're not trying to come and monopolize the entire right. media market for an entire brokerage. Well, like we yeah. know we're good at video. Yeah, so we're exactly. Video. Well, and you know, video is where it's at. I mean, and that's where you can kind of yep. innovate more than, than, in the, I mean, photos, you can just, there's only so much you can do with video. It's like, it's kind of, exactly. I mean, you kind of have what you can do, but then, you know, there's a lot of ways to riff off that. So yeah. All right, Cody, I think we're off to a good start. But you know what? I think we're on to tired. a great start. I'm tired. So we're going to take a yeah. little break. Uh, we're going to have our social media sidebar. We're going to come back and we're going to talk more about PMRE because you're going to be there. You're going to be speaking at PMRE and you are going to be, be uh, doing a, a um, workshop. And so I want to hear all about that in the last half of the show. And then apparently we got one of these highfalutin New York style action items. This is going to blow everyone's mind. So we're, we're excited to hear we that sure at the do. end. All right. So everybody stick around, please. Oh, baby. Aereo. Aereo's where it's at. Look, I mean, they're in their summer of new features and releases. The first one just came out. Look, they've revamped the Aereo Go uh, app on your phone. So you and your team have a much better experience using Aereo on the go. I mean, a lot of cool features dropped on that. And then if you are one of the people like us who have an Aereo uh, website for your company, a white label website for your company uh, website, a white label app for your company, 
Well, they revamped that too. So it's a better experience for your customers. So look, Aereo, they're just doing all the stuff all the time, making their product better, super responsive to any questions, super responsive to any issues. Aereo is the one place that I trust to go online to help grow my real estate media business. So that's Aereo.com, A-R-Y-E-O.com. Look, use the code upmarket as a new user and you're gonna get 15 free bonus listings. That's money, that's money in the bank right there. And we all need that right now. Aereo.com. I remember when I was growing up, I had a closer relationship with my grandma. The one thing she always told me is like, Reed, if you're buying a house, make sure you see a floor plan. Rest in peace, grandma. And it's still true today. Grandma's wise words. All buyers want to see floor plans. So that means agents want to give buyers floor plans. So that means it's on us to sell floor plans to our agents. And what is one of the best ways that a real estate media professional can use a floor plan, make a floor plan? It's second floor app. Second floor, the easiest, fastest, and most inexpensive way to make a floor plan. You can make a floor plan via their ingenious app in moments and then you can deliver it to your client before you even leave the house. That is how fast it is. If you want a free month, go to secondfloorapp.com slash upmarket and you're going to get a free month of service. In that free month, you can do so many floor plans. It's going to be well worth your while. Second Floor App. We love it. All right, social media sidebar. We're up market pod across all social media. Are you not following us? What's the problem? You gotta follow us. Send us messages on Instagram. I love checking those Instagram messages. I'm getting these all these hot DMs from dudes asking about what tripods we use. It's really fantastic. Um, uh, also, if you want to check out Upmarket Media, you know, our flagship company, we're upmarket.media across all social media, and that's our website. So if you want to see, like, if we actually know what we're talking about, you can you can go check us out there. Um, and then, um, yeah, that's kind of it. So, Cody, are, are, if we want to see your stuff, are we just following Sirhant? Are we following you? What, what are we doing? How, how are we doing this? I, I need to get a little bit better at that, honestly, posting oh, my own stuff. But do. a lot of we my work do. is... Yeah, is is Sirhant. Um, I uh -huh. mean, Instagram. I'll post a lot on the stories. Um, I could post more videos or stills or anything like that, but my you Instagram is just could. at uh, Cody Dot Boone. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, like working on the website, trying to get that up. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I got to update. You speak that, like a honestly. guy who has a job. You have a job, though. I mean, you. You're yeah, like a, I, yeah, I'm too busy like, managing other people's yeah. social medias to to yeah. manage my own. Of course, and that's, that's a problem always. for a lot of us, honestly. Oh, of course. I mean, it's just like you know, we're producing all this content for people, and it's like, oh yeah, we got to post it on our feed too. You know, so exactly. It's like it's a work in progress. You know, yeah, I mean, for us to make a reel of this uh, of the of the podcast is like, oh yeah, yeah, we got to do that. Oh yeah, I got to post. Like, oh, <laughs> what a pain in the ass. Um, yep. so, but where are we going to follow Sirhan then? Is it Sirhan? Can we spell this Sirhan's out? Can we see, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. S-E-R-H-A-N-T, -E right? 
Yep. S-E-R-H-A-N-T. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, mm-hmm. Threads, LinkedIn, yeah. but, um, and, and Facebook. You're, you're active in the Facebook groups a bit, right? I am. Yeah. 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 So I think that's, you know, and Facebook, I think is, is the way for people in the real estate media to really connect. And so, you know, you have the real estate photography group, you have the real estate media group, um, you know, there's, and there's subgroups off of those. So, uh, you know, that's, there's so much good information and, you know, maybe some, I honestly post more in those groups than I do on my actual social media. So if you want to see my work, then you'll definitely, definitely check out real estate videography, all of those too. I definitely, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those groups for sure. What do you mean by that? I got into those groups so early that um, I'm trying to, it was probably 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. I started and I, and I was just trying to be like, I shot a property tour and I just like absorbing this new mm-hmm. like industry kind of thing. And I mean, video from 2019 to now is so different too. And like I started by just seeing these videos like, I started actually because of watching Ryan Serant's videos, which is a cute little whole, little uh, full circle moment. I know mm-hmm. it's so cute, but mm-hmm. um, the real estate videography groups, I met so many people. This is how I know about the PMRE conference and mm-hmm. everything too. I was able to find mentors through there and, and everything too. So it's it's been it's been very good to me. Mm-hmm. As probably All one right. of the youngest members. I mean, I probably was at the time, but I know there's people younger than me on there now. Well, that happens because, you know, we we all grow up, Cody. You, exactly. You my- I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all go away. Let our wings yeah, spread. Oh, yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, here's the thing, dude. I feel like you're young, but the, you know what? You're going to be old soon. It, ha- it happens to all of us. It happens. You know, if we're lucky, we, if we're lucky, we get to be old and, uh, it does, it does happen pretty damn quickly. So yeah, enjoy it, kid working on it it's crazy it feels like i moved to new york yesterday but it's been close to three years wow well so so yeah so uh, and and i think that that goes to it you know sometimes you know we talk about social media in the way of like we're doing self-promotion and all that but i think social media and especially within our industry can be a great avenue for people to learn and you know there's so many of these groups on facebook that can't you know and honestly they can get a little toxic at times but i think there's a lot of good people a lot of good information in there oh, and yeah. so i would you know and i think you know yeah there's you know what, what cody is saying i mean he's kind of he's risen to the top he's the creme de la creme of, uh, of real estate media video people and you know he cut his teeth in these groups so i think anyone who you know wants to to be better at their jobs i think is is good well advised to be a member of these groups i mean without a doubt and it's free like why not it's like yeah. i'll get i'll get shit from my friends they're like oh, what are you doing on facebook i'm like well a lot oh because the kids don't use facebook yeah it's the old yeah no one facebook. nobody yeah. my age uses facebook yeah. but I'll, yeah. I'll check it once or twice a day if i make a cool video yeah. i'm gonna post it there before anybody else sees it so yeah, if you want course, exclusive yeah. content then head oh, over yeah. to facebook okay oh, there you go. okay <laughs> that is the pitch right there all yep. right that's enough social media talk. I'm sick of talking about social media. So let's, um, we'll, we'll come back with a lot more with Cody. Okay. So Cody, I want to talk about PMRE cause you're going to be doing a ton there. You're going to be on stage for like an hour talking about well, I don't know. You'll tell us what you're talking about. You're going to do a workshop, but more importantly, I think you're going to be in Las Vegas drinking legally. So I, I realize that you have actually <laughs> never been 
to PMRE, and this is going to blow people's minds. It blew my mind, but you you're just turning 21 right before the conference. So September, I mean, honestly, what I've heard fuck? about PMRE what, for the, what the fuck is up with it? I mean, this is like, uh, this is uh, how can you, how can you be doing this and be 20 years old? This is ridiculous. I'm, uh, I'm annoyed. It can, I feel like I have a brain and like, like mentality oh. of probably like a mid to late 20 year old, but I'm stuck in a body oh. of a 20 year old. And ever since uh-huh. I was a kid, I've just been waiting for me to become an adult too. And finally, um, finally. I'll be able to finally well, 18, get you're an it. adult. Come on. You're, you're, you're yeah, but you can't drink. You can't drink because of our, I can't do a lot. The alcohol laws in the United States. I mean, whatever. If I still have Europe, the hardest fine. Exactly. I still have the hardest time just renting a fucking car in this city. Luckily, New oh, you, York. You got four more years. Buddy. Well, so they they allow you from they allow you from eighteen to twenty five to to rent a car, but they just charge you extra and stuff too. Uh, um, right. But like, I can't even make a Hertz account. They won't let me make an account, so I just have to. It's just oh, I can I can anyway. do a lot, but I can't rent a car apparently. Okay, so but, you're going to be a fresh twenty one year old, and you're going to be up I on stage be. telling all those olds how to do shit. So what yeah. are you going to tell us? Give us a, give us a, give us a preview. So we have time to absorb it because our yeah. brains are way less elastic than yours. So I'm going to need all this time to kind of absorb the, the absorb the knowledge. Yeah. It's real estate through my eyes and how I think about it. Basically it's, okay. uh, it's, it's what, what but is my thought process? Real estate is specifically real Videos. estate video is what you're going to talk Videos. about on yep. stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Real estate videos, what I'm thinking about, how I'm telling stories. I'm going to give examples of, of a variety of different pla- uh, places that I've shot and how I've told a unique story for each of those. And, and basically just convey the point that like you don't have to be in New York City to make a dope video with a dope story. You can take the, the basis and the thesis of, of each video that I create too and morph that into your own market. And there is no reason why, like it doesn't have to be just like super vanilla just to get the job mm-hmm. done too. Like instead right. of just pumping out all these videos, let's take a step back. Let's increase that quality. Let's have more fun while creating these videos. Let's get more creative. Let's be able to charge more and let's mm-hmm. get the agents on camera too. get them involved. Let them help tell the story too. Cause you're going to be able to create, that deeper connection with the agent. They're going to trust you more. You're going to, they're, you're going to grow with them as their team grows. They go with you. You'll be able to charge them more, anything like that too. Um, so I, I'm really excited to, to give you guys my point of view on it. Yeah. Well, and then, so you'll be up on stage doing that, but then yeah. you have a full day workshop. When's, what I, day is your workshop? My workshop, I'm believe is the day two days before it's the no, okay. the seventh, um, yeah. Okay. which, yeah. Um, so I am going to have, uh, right now I have 12 spots open. We're about halfway sold out too. Um, we're going nice. to go to a luxury listing in Vegas and mm-hmm. you're going to be on site with me. Um, and I'm going to show you what is my no, thought process? I, I what are my techniques? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're, you're going to miss out, man. Uh, cause it's going to, it's probably going to be it's the best be workshop awesome. out right. there. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. but, I think so. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, no jokes. I'm sorry. So we were, <laughs> um, if you're there, you're going to be on site with Cody and yep. 
Yeah. So on site with me and basically like we're going to create a property tour from scratch. I'm going to show you what I'm thinking about, whether it's composition, lighting, how I'm going to shoot the, the angles mm-hmm. of the rooms. And, and also right. after, uh, after all of it's together, we're going to regroup after a couple of weeks and I'm going to show you my end product. Um, and oh, we're going nice. to, uh, yeah, we're going to go together and we're going to, f- I'm going to give you guys basically a tell all of what goes through Cody Boone's head when he goes and creates a property tour of anything. Mm -hmm. And so, um, while it may be a luxury listing and stuff too, these are all going to be techniques and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, advice that you'll be able to take into your own market too because a house is a house at the end of the day and you're still mm-hmm. going to have to keep those things yeah. in mind no matter the price story, point that you right? shoot yeah yeah well no and, I, and uh, yeah and all joking aside i think that's really great because i i i know for us and and i know I, i've been feeling you know frustration from my staff even of like mm-hmm. we're just doing the same goddamn thing every single time you know and you yep. all of a sudden you're, you're pumping out 10 of these videos in a week and it's just like it just gets monotonous and so totally. i think to to be able to look at them in a different way and think about them in a different way is is powerful and you know and 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 then the one thing that you said earlier that that piqued my interest too was that hey you know if we if you change up what you can do you can actually charge more because totally. i think we just get in this you know, and I know at Upmarket, we get in this rut of like, well, we have a video product and it's this amount of money and this is just what we do. It's, you know, and we just, as you're scaling your business, you just want to make things repeatable and yep. easy. So, you know, so we actually don't have to have our employees think, but at the same time, there's a lot of value, especially when you're on the luxury end of, of, of having your actual employees have to think. Yeah. And then I think they actually enjoy that. They, they want to, they want to flex their creative muscles. Exactly. And even just building out tiered packages and stuff too. Like you have, like if you have a team too, you can build out that just standard cut and dry, cut and paste uh, package and, and churn those out too. But then you can also have that little upcharge of like, all right, let's tell a story. Let's get creative. Let's, let's make this time block a little bit more. I'm going to give you more time. We're going to be able to shoot more. We'll get you on camera. Let's do some voiceover. If we need anything like that, we're going to mm-hmm. have more fun doing it too. And mm-hmm. you're going to end up with a, a higher quality product that you're going to be more proud to use and to represent your brand. Like it's, right. uh, there's so many videos out there now and it's so saturated that it's very key for the next like five years and however technology advances that we're on that uh forefront of just doing something different that people will actually remember you by like one of the biggest things for me is like i want someone to watch a video and be like that that's a cody boone video right right well i think you've i think you've done that to a certain extent i think i, I, I think mean, i've done a yeah. good job at it yeah I, yeah i mean i don't know i would like to see you shoot like like a house in like you know missouri and, and have it hey, be the Cody would, video because we're, we we're used to seeing yeah. the Manhattan videos, you know? Yeah. We just expanded out to, uh, we're, we're expanding down the East coast too. So we opened up this year in six different markets. So like Connecticut, Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, mm. North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. Um, I was just down in North and South Carolina with our new teams there shooting. And it's like, we're doing property tours for, for, for three, $400,000 homes that are maybe three, sure. four beds, just like nothing yeah. out of the ordinary, just very, like standard homes sure. and it's like we're still getting them on camera and we're bringing the energy and we're mm-hmm. like getting people excited about the property even if it's not that exciting of a property sure. too like yeah one example like we shot one that was i think around like 
350, 400,000. It was like a uh, three bed and only the living room and the primary bedroom were staged. And the lot wasn't anything uh, extraordinary. There were power lines in the backyard and everything too. Let's position. And so we ended up positioning that video as like, you're buying into this community that is now growing. There's proposals right. for rapid transit in the area. So we got the drone up and we went around to some other like community shopping centers and stuff like that too. And it's like, when people are buying, they want to know more than just about the house too. And if we can save them that time and give them a little sneak peek of what the neighborhood and what the community they're moving into looks like, they're going to be even more like likely to actually reach out to the agent and say, right. hey, let's go look at it. I'm actually enticed because of the community, maybe more than I am about the house mm -hmm. itself. Well, I feel like you, you know, you hearing that, I, I, I think you're a little bit of an advantage to a lot of our, our, our listeners because like, if you guys are like all on like, you know, like salary, you're not getting paid by the job. Right. And so it's that like, is true. Yeah. You know, and, and so like, it's, it's hard for, for me to see how on a $350,000 house, there's the budget to be able to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go and, oh, let's drive for half an hour and we'll get all this and we'll get all the, you know, where it's like, you know, like so many of us are just like, well, I can give this 45 minutes and we're going to be yeah. here at the house and, 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 you know, that that's it. So, but I, but, and I don't mean that as like a, a negative about you whatsoever, yeah. but I think it, it, of that model of like having that, you know, just working for the brokerage and being on the salary, well, then you can really, you know, I think it gives you the luxury to really think about video in a different way than so many of us do. And I think that's why to me, the value that you're going to bring to PMRE to the, to being on stage and also being in the workshop is you've had the luxury of being able to think about video in a different way than a lot of us have because of the constraints that we have. So I think if we can kind of learn some of those things from you that you've been able to think about, this is like a shortcut for us then to be able to, to kind of put those things into our own videos without having to, you know, go, go through that whole process. So it just clicked in my mind. Now I'm going to take your workshop. Yeah. Now I'm going to take your workshop. So I'm in as you should. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and even like for the, for the one that I was just telling about in like in, in North Carolina, honestly, that was, it was 45 minutes on site, like shooting with the agent, mm -hmm. doing the introduction, doing voiceover. And it was just them like reading in front of a phone, um, that yeah. I'm going to put over B-roll, shooting the house, getting, uh, B-roll and like the drone and with the community stuff, that was me just taking the drone up and I, and I shot it over, I don't know, half a mile or something too. shot yeah. like the, the neighboring freeway and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah. Um, like the new drone, we have the Mavic three pro Cine, mm -hmm. So it has the three lenses and stuff too. So that like three X just to get that little bit more zoom mm -hmm. makes it look so much better. I don't have to fly as far. And it's, it's actually really nice right. about shooting in New York as well. I don't have to get as close to the buildings either. You have that right. really cinematic compression, but getting off topic, it was, it took that me an extra, yeah. it took me an extra 15, 20 minutes just to shoot that little community mm -hmm. part. And for her to propose that to me, I, I had no idea there's rapid transit coming to that sure. area of yes. Charlotte. Um, but for her to say that, and I was like, okay, I know that's going to make the video better. I know that's going to make the quality of my work better. And if I'm thinking about it from a freelance perspective, this is another add-on that I might not have thought about that I can do now to agents. And whether it's on my website, on my pricing sheet, or we're on site and they 
say something like that. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna make sure I'm just going to build them afterwards for it too. It is a way to just expand your offering and, mm-hmm. and do, do more things. And even, even when I was freelancing in California and I still do, I do freelance real estate stuff on the side out of state. Oh. Um, yeah, like I have a client that I work with in, in Minnesota a good amount. I'm actually going there this weekend too. Um, but with that, it's, uh, just new offerings and I want to work with the agent. I want to make them happy at the end of the day too. Um, so being able to take a little step back. I know that you still have to do all these shoots, but just say mm-hmm. like this work is benefiting me because then I'll be able to show these to more people. But I know this work is benefiting right. them. And if I just go a little bit above and beyond for this agent, I know that I'm on their good side and they're going to continue Absolutely. to use me instead of going with someone else that might, might be cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just no, becoming no, no, friends sure. with the it's, agents. It's, yeah. It's just bringing the value. No. And, and exactly. And as, as with most businesses, it's a relationship business. So if you totally, if you have that and, and, you know, but as we are the, you know, as, you know, uh, our podcast is really focused on scaling our business and, yeah. you know, sometimes, and, you know, we, we get that where it's, you know, it's our staff who's out in the field. So, you know, yep. we, you know, to have that, but going that extra mile then can help. And then you can follow up with like, Oh yeah. Did you see that video? You know, then I can kind of follow up with the agent and be like, Oh yeah, we really, you know, we do all, all the stops out for you, buddy. Yep. You know? Just sweet talk them. Real estate agents yeah, are easy. Yeah. You just tell them they look pretty and they'll love you forever. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Real estate agents are, yeah. Well, they're crazy and easy. Yeah. 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 Tell me about it. Exactly. Yeah, I will tell you. Oh yeah. Do you have some crazy, well, we always love a crazy realtor story. <sighs> there is a, way too many to probably, probably recall. I mean, New York is a, <laughs> it's a different kind of thing. It's like, I mean, I came from California, so I was working with Orange County agents and then you'd get the posh, ah. like Newport beach agents. And then I mm-hmm. ended up working my way up to LA and I was working with like mm-hmm. the LA, like multifamily agents that are mm-hmm. all surfer bros. But then you have, you have the posh, uh, like super chic Beverly Hills, Bel Air agents mm-hmm. and stuff too. And it's like, I mean, I'll still go back and work with those people. Like if Ryan mm-hmm. ever goes out to LA, I go out with them and stuff too. And so it's like, mm-hmm. we're shooting with oh, the they'll be sunset. LA soon enough. I'm sure. Yeah. We're, we're, we're go we're basically like 13 yeah. colonies all the way down the East coast and we'll make our way West eventually. Yeah, it's so like, don't, yeah, just don't come to Ventura County. That's all I ask. And we, you know, so. All right. Maybe, maybe that'll be our next stop. Yeah. Hey, we'll still, no. we'll still need photos. We'll only, yeah. we'll only hire. Oh, yeah, thanks. oh good. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Just take all our video work and we'll, we'll only hire yeah, we'll, we'll uh, do the photos. Thanks man. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> we'll only hire uh studios members for places and where we'll open up a physical office. So right now it's New York, Hamptons and Miami, uh, for right. like North Carolina, South Carolina, all that stuff is the agents are taking on the responsibility, uh, of just coming under our umbrella of brand and they get mm-hmm. to open up their offices if they want to or anything like that. So we have an agent in South Carolina that opened up a little office in, uh, one of the, uh, was at the Weston hotel. And it's just a good place oh. for foot traffic and stuff too. And it's, I mean, right. it, it saves the company as a whole money cause we're not fronting the cost of those office spaces. Um, mm-hmm. and we're just focusing on those big markets and stuff too. But it's mm-hmm. then also my job to then train the media teams that work with those agents historically to then say, um, like this is, this is how we'll do videos and stuff too. And thankfully again, right. knock yeah. on wood, okay, yeah. the agents, yeah the media teams that we've worked with already are very, very like open to learning our style and everything too, which is one of mm-hmm. my biggest worries. Cause I know, I mean, as photographers and videographers, we all have egos, we all have styles yeah. and everything too. And if, if, if some big corporation came over to me and said, you're going to do videos mm-hmm. my way, I would be like, 
fuck you kind of thing. But luckily the ones, the markets that we've worked with in uh, Philadelphia, Creative Outfit in North Carolina with Roosterfish, like they've been amazing and they're willing to learn from us on what we do. And they they already make really solid videos anyway, so it's not a huge. Right. So, so what you're doing? So when you guys are do so when you have these uh, these less of your main offices, so then you are even though the agents at Sirhant are videos included for them, what you're doing is you're subbing out the video to another to to another outfit at that point. Yes. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so right. any of those markets that we don't have a physical office in and don't have like any staff members mm-hmm. in, well, the the agents are going to work um, alongside uh, their existing media teams and stuff right. too. And but, uh, um, but kind of, but with you kind of overseeing like quality control and like you yeah, know, creative, it's like quality creative, control you know, in the beginning. Control, yeah. Any any market that we'll go to, I'll, I'll like I flew down to North and South Carolina for a week and I was with them for a couple of days each and just oh, they're shadowing me, just kind of learning how I direct and how I shoot and what I'm actually looking for right. and everything too. And then, I mean, they're shooting some videos and they'll just run it by us and honestly just like, Thank God again, like the videos have been fantastic and there's not a whole lot of work that we have to do. It's like you guys can go and do your own thing. I mean, I think seeing it and and you know it from being in the groups. I mean, if you look all around the country, I mean, people are doing cool work in so many different places. I mean, and and totally, I think the days of it, like, Oh, we're in New York and we do the best stuff. eh, Those are over. I mean, you might, I mean, the thing is the real estate you're shooting is the most expensive and, you know, and so it it allows you some bigger budgets to be able to do kind of, you know, different things, but I think you're seeing cool work come out of everywhere in this country. Of of course. That's been the the joy of seeing that in the groups, you know? Yeah. Even in New York, like you're, you're shooting a 20, $30 million house, but it's like, it needs a gut renovation, but it's only $30 million just because it's on park Avenue and stuff too. So like price doesn't always equal, like you're going to make a better product too. Um, it's, it's all determined on like, I've, I've shot places that are a million dollars that are way cooler than some of the 20, $30 million places I've shot. And that's one thing I've learned too. It's like, I, I, I now like, uh, I don't take the the smaller, I don't take, yeah, I don't take the smaller apartments for granted as much too, because it's like, those are way more livable and everything too. After mm-hmm. shooting in like central park tower, like you have 17,000 square feet over three floors. Like yeah. I'm going to like, you get lost just walking through mm-hmm. that apartment and everything too. What am I going to do with all of these rooms? Just uh, maintenance alone is insane. If you buy that apartment for $250 million, you're spending a hundred thousand dollars a month on maintenance, property taxes, amendments charges, all of that. Yeah. Well, that's money. Yeah. Money just doesn't matter to those people. And and honestly, neither. Yeah. We've, we've toured like some of the top 10 most like expensive or richest people in the world. And we've had, we've had one of like the top five come through and he, he didn't want it just because it was going to cost him over a million dollars a year just to live in it. And it's like, you can be a billionaire and everything's a drop in the bucket to you too. But logically it's like, that's expensive. You're well, so yeah, much money, especially because dumping. they're going to be, they're going to be there two weeks a year at the most, you know, or they're or not going to live right? in it at all. They'll yeah, they yeah, might host exactly. a fundraiser once a year in it and stuff too. But other than that, it's well, an investment. And, and that brings up a, you know, something that I've noticed over the years and, you know, we're in it, we're not in a New York market, but we definitely have a luxury market here and in, yep. you know, and I, what I've noticed is actually that, you know, in so many years of interacting with homeowners who are selling their property and, you know, seeing all these different types of houses that actually, I feel like the bigger the house, the less happy you probably are living in that house. Cause I, I, I think agree. you top out at like, 
you know, 20, I want to say like 2,500 square feet, 2,500 square feet and under, you know, and especially if you have a family, you can kind of, you're closer, you you share space more, you you share things. When, when I've noticed you shoot these 7,000, even 7,000, which is not 17,000, but 7,000 square foot house, which is an immense house. Mm -hmm. The people still only use the kitchen in the family room and then they sleep in their bedrooms. Exactly. And that's it. None of the other rooms get used whatsoever. And it yep. just becomes this cavernous echoey house that then actually puts physical distance between yourself and your family. And I've definitely noticed that the bigger the house, I think the less happy you actually are living in it. So yeah. that's my and big I think take more away. walls. We need to remove more walls. Just oh, open go. everything, open everything up. Oh. Like if you, if you gave me $5 million right now, I'm not going to go buy like in a new in. development condo. Like yeah. I'm going to get just a big warehouse, high ceilings, big windows, no walls. And I'm just going to like decorate. And like, that's, that's <laughs> the goal for me. I don't want walls. Okay. There's too many hallways, too many doors. Oh, too many room. hallways and doors. Well, yeah. You're thinking as a videographer. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, I don't, I don't like these hallways. Exactly. I don't, I don't get good shots in the hallways. Um, all right. And so, so you're going to be hanging out in Vegas for four days. Yes, sir. You're going to do the workshop. There'll be time. So, okay. So uh, do we cover the workshop enough? I feel like I want to make sure that people know exactly what they're going to do. So they're going to go to a luxury listing. Yep. You're going to shoot the video and then you're going to send them and you're going to reconvene. Like how you said you're going to reconvene. How are you going to reconvene? It's going to be like a webinar, I would say. Yeah. Oh, okay, like we're, nice. we're going to get everybody on um, and I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to go through my project. And like, this is, this is the shot that I chose for this moment. Mm-hmm. This is the music that I chose. These are any sound mm-hmm. effects or anything. I put drone here because of this stuff like that. Just giving my thought process and opening up for questions. I want everyone to ask me anything. And one thing mm-hmm. too is like, I want people to, I I want you guys to bring some gear to the workshop, like very simple, mm. just camera and a stabilizer, very, very low lift. You don't have to bring Pelican cases of stuff. Um, mm. But like, I want you guys to be able to get some shots inside these luxury listings and bring that into mm. like a portfolio too. But then also like it's, it's different than just and standing and listening to me demonstrate how to do it. Um, mm. It's different when you actually have your camera and you're figuring out, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I need to adjust the settings on my gimbal because it's a little bit too uh, sensitive right now and I'm losing my verticals or I'm panning mm-hmm. left and right in my shots or anything like that too. Right, right, right. Um, so uh, that's one thing that I, I recommend and I want people to do. And I want to be able to help people to use and navigate their own stuff. And it's not necessarily we're going to be going through exact settings and everything too. It's going to be a more mm-hmm. high level. Um, this right. is conceptual thought process. rather than necessarily. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and technically stuff, like if you have any questions about that, email me before. Um, I have my email in the uh, workshop website um, mm-hmm. for PMRE. So if you have any questions beforehand, just shoot me an email and we'll be able to work it out. All right, Cody, you know, I'm in. I'm actually yeah. not going to take the workshop because I don't shoot video. That's okay. Really You're anymore. So, uh, but maybe we'll put one of our staff in there. Um, but I, I, you know, I think it does sound really great. I'm, I'm really excited to sit and listen to your, your thing on stage. I imagine you're going to go over, you know, some of the, some of the same, some of those same concepts and, um, you know, in kind of a lighter form and, 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 and probably have a ton of, you know, cause I feel like this podcast has been full of a ton of insights that I think, uh, people are going to be able to take. And so I, I I'm, I'm, I'm very certain that your presentation at PMRE is going to be extremely valuable to people. And, um, and the biggest thing about, you know, being 
at PMRE and being on stage is you have to take action, right? You have to take action to be there. You have to take action to make sure that you have something to talk about. So it is time now for our action items. And I'm going to go first today because I think Cody's is going to be it. great. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go first because mine is extremely simple. I'd like, I, as we go forward on this podcast, I, my, I regress to the, to the very simple, um, uh, action items, but mine is to join one of the Facebook groups actually. Cause we talked about that earlier. That's and a good one. Like, you know, C- Cody said that he learned so much. So I think, you know, there's the real estate photography group. There's the newer real estate media group, which I think could use a little, uh, you know, a little juice. I mean, Dom started that and you know, there's people in there, but I think there needs to be some more posting. There's the real estate videography group, which I think Cody is a big part of and, and posts a lot in, um, connect with those peers, connect, you know, throw out some questions. Um, you might get trolled a little bit by certain people, but you know, that's okay. I think we all have thick enough skins that, 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 and even if you post like a crappy video, I think it's okay. There, there are people who are very willing to get constructive criticism that is, that is helpful. And some people will just be assholes, but you know, they're just assholes and block them, whatever. Only on my posts. Um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Only, yeah. Only on your posts are people assholes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just yours. Just yours. (laughs) Um, so yeah, there you go. So Cody hit us with an action item. My action item is, is get agents in front of the camera and take, get, make that initial investment, whether it's the five, $800 it takes to buy a wireless lavalier microphone and do, Mm -hmm. do your first one for free, eat the cost of that and, and show that to every client moving forward saying, this is my newest thing. I, I want you to do this because it it increases the the uh, performance of the video. It's great for you. You'll be able to use this video in perpetuity. It's you on camera showing your best self. My goal as the videographer is to grow your brands. So let's work together and let's get you in front of the camera. Um, and I think that's uh, a great action item is, is doing that because honestly, it's really fun, especially when you're working with an agent that you like, it's fun. You get to you get to mess around a little bit, have some fun mm-hmm. and, and work together and brainstorm ideas of what could work. Um, but mm-hmm. the biggest thing too is, is focus on the hooks, um, of those videos too. focus on the hooks. Uh, people's attention spans are very, very hooks? short. Hooks three. It's your like, what's the first three to five seconds of the video? What's going to hook that person in to actually watch the rest of the video too. Even if we have a one minute video, if we have a 10 minute video, the hook is incredibly important. And, and a big thing is price. Um, we try to shy away from, from saying price and like the property tours just in case of price fluctuations and stuff too. But, but location, um, and features is the biggest thing. Um, and honestly, like what I've, what I've come to realize is you give the audience everything that they should know within that first 10, 15 seconds of the video. How big is the mm-hmm. house? Where is it? What are the features and, and stuff like that? Because they're not going to, it's not, I think there was a misconception of people saying, wait till the end to figure out like what my favorite feature of this house is or mm-hmm. s- something along the lines of wait till the end. Dude, people don't buy that anymore. Give them everything yeah. you want. We are in this location. It's a four bed, three and a half bath, X square feet on whatever lot. It has incredible kitchen, all of that stuff. Um, have some B-roll over that. Make it snappy. Make it exciting. Have fun with it. Get the agent pumped. And the rest of the video will be so much easier to edit too because you're off to such a great start. So I would say that's my action item. Get the agents in front of the camera, get yourself out of your comfort zone, get the agent out of the comfort zone and you're going to benefit all the way around. You'll be able to charge more and you'll make the money back on that microphone investment in no time. All right. All right. I'm pumped. 
After yeah, that, I'm as you should be. I'm, I'm Let's fucking go. Boom. Cody Boone, thank you so much for being on the market pod. And look, we're going to hang out in Las Vegas and you're yes, going to be a fresh 21 year old. So I am going <laughs> to totally let you buy me a drink. I mean, oh, I, it, it's the okay. least I can do. It is the yeah. least I can do. Yeah, you know what? It would be I an honor, do. Reed. It'd be an honor to buy yeah. you a drink. Okay. Oh, good. Well, I, I like that. The young, the young kids know what's up. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Cody, we'll see you in a few months. And I, and I hope we're going to see a bunch of our listeners out there too. All right. Thank you everybody. Upmarket is a production of Upmarket Studios. This episode was produced by Chelsea Froelich and edited by Bethany Diedrich. Thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you listen to the next one, too. In the meantime, our wish for you is to not have to shoot any Friday night Twilight shoots. Thank you for everything. Thank you.